Oh, yes. See, that music means it's Friday, which is great. Also means we're talking to Vaughn Palmer, also great, who joins us now. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right, let's talk about what the Premier has to say, because I just feel like all of these waiting lists and doctors, all these situations are definitely on the minds of a lot of people, and the Premier was talking about this. Blame Ottawa. That's easy. That's I get easy, is said. it? Or? He said, we need more cash from Ottawa. It is as simple as that. So he was asked about the report that waiting lists in B.C. are longer than elsewhere. He's asked about surgical waiting lists. Uh, that's his answer on the doctor shortage here. He says, it's, uh, we need more cash from Ottawa. It's as simple as that. The premier says that, look, um, the federal government has got to stop picking and choosing which health programs it funds, and it has to make up for the huge gap between what Ottawa originally promised on health care, which was a 50-50 split on funding, and where it is today, down at 22%. So that was the premier yesterday. The interesting political thing about this, Simi, is I take that as an implied criticism of the federal NDP because the federal NDP signed a power-sharing agreement with Ottawa, it did not get a commitment from Ottawa to meet the Premier's target of 35% of funding for all health care programs. Instead, Jagmeet Singh and his BC MPs are doing victory laps over having gotten national Danticare. And the Premier's view of national Danticare is that would be very, very nice, but first of all, Ottawa has got to start providing a fair share of funding for all health care programs. Now, you're not going to hear John Horgan directly attack Jagmeet Singh, but I still see that as uh, this is uh, the country's only mm-hmm. NDP premier saying, hey, uh, we got a bigger problem here than not having national Medicare. I also find it interesting that he was talking about all the people who arrived in B.C. last year and the impact that had, because up until now, they boast about that. This is, yeah, you're quite right. You know, 100,000 people came to British Columbia last year. Uh, This is a sign that the NDP government's uh, policies are working. British Columbia is a great place to live. I mean, all true, right? We all know it's a wonderful place to live. And uh, don't blame people for wanting to move here from other countries or from other provinces. But, uh, yeah, it's now been flipped around, Simi, into... Uh, well, that's why we've got such a huge problem. Uh, all these people need doctors, and we don't have enough doctors. It's interesting. David Eby does the same thing with it. Every time you ask him about housing and housing supply, the first thing he says is, well, come on, 100,000 people moved to British Columbia last year. They need housing. We don't have enough housing. So uh, this is a government that uh, uses the same statistics uh, for good news and bad news, depending on uh, what agenda it wants to, to roll out. Okay. Um, also, how how is the Premier feeling? This interesting one, too. So John Horgan, three weeks ago, diagnosed with COVID-19. He went back to work uh, this week. Uh, his initial comment was, uh, well, it was a mild case. It was the sniffles. Uh, no big deal. Back at work. Uh, good news to hear that. Interesting, though, yesterday, the Premier sent his regrets to First Nations for not attending a major announcement with First Nations in Vancouver yesterday. Uh, $74 million in gaming money. Uh, Murray Rankin handled it. The Indigenous Relations Minister uh, started off by saying Premier Story couldn't be here. Horgan did do a media event yesterday. He did it in the provincial capital, closer to home. And he got asked how he's doing. And he said, well, 
I think this is a more accurate report on his health. He said, I'm at low energy. He said, I don't know if it's COVID-19 or the radiation treatment after effects. I mean, it could be either. The guy's been through a lot. But yeah, uh, he's, you know, he's not back to 100% yet. One wouldn't expect him to be. Uh, having said that, I mean, he was, you know, he was good yesterday. Uh, his sense of humor was on display, and he made some news as well. But, yeah, uh, the Premier's been through a lot, and, yeah, he's struggling to get back to 100%. Uh, can we also just give a shout-out here as well, Vaughn, to the NDP MLA, Amin Singh. Uh, he's the MLA for Richmond-Queensborough. I did not know he was undergoing chemotherapy treatment, but he posted yesterday that it was seven months, and yesterday was his last day. So just a shout-out to him and congratulations. Yeah, and he's a young man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so is everybody compared to me, but but still, <laughs> no. it's it's He did announce it a while ago. It. I think got a bit lost in in the the premier's health news because uh, I think it was toward the end of last year that he announced the diagnosis. Uh, but yeah, good luck to him and good luck to getting back. And that is a reminder too, Simi. Uh, one of the places where I think can- British Columbia can be proud of its healthcare system is cancer care. Mm-hmm. We do lead the country in stats on that. At least the last time I looked, we did. So there are parts of the system that are working very, very well. And for John Horgan and and um, the MLA uh, from Richmond, uh, that in particular is good news. It is good news. Also, uh, since we're talking about doctors, he did say that he thinks the health minister has a plan. He said he thinks the health minister has a plan. He's confident that uh, we're working on it. Uh, the premier actually dropped a, a bit of, I took it as news as well, he got asked about inflation. And he said, well, you know, Ottawa is responsible for monetary and interest rates and all that, which is true. But he said he's asked the finance minister to come up with ways to help British Columbians deal with the impact of inflation which I'd not heard before, and I don't think he said before. He then covered himself very quickly. He said, now, I don't want to say she's going to be rolling this out in a few weeks, because then you types in the news media will start asking, like, where oh, is it? Yes, we Well, types. of course we will. Yes. <laughs> and we will anyway, because he's now said they're working on it. I don't know what kind of relief he's thinking of. We, we got the, um, the relief from gasoline prices, or what the government said was relief from gasoline prices, the rebates from ICBC. Uh, I don't know what else they're going to roll out, but he said yes. Uh, I mean, inflation is running a lot higher than the government expected. They're in the middle of contract negotiations with public sector unions. They're in the negotiations on fees with doctors. This is going to be a big problem for the government yeah. to, to deal with. But look, he says they're working on relief for British Columbians, so let's wait and see what it is. Yeah, a couple of quick things here, too. Um, the old growth protests, like that yesterday, this was different because on this particular protest on the Iron Workers Memorial Bridge, commuters got out of their yeah. cars and got involved, which I that's like not something you want to see happening because that's dangerous. It is, and if those protesters think they are having any impact on either the public or the premier, they are woefully, woefully delusional. Uh, the public, I don't think there's any public support for this kind of nonsense at all. And the premier's reaction was, hey, you're just out there trying to make people angry. Uh, that's working, but this is completely counterproductive. It is not putting any pressure on the government at all. 
Hmm. Oh, and how does he feel about being named by the uh, Russian government for sanctions? He had a good reply on that. I mean, his sense of humor is on display, first of all. Well, that's off the bucket list, going to Russia, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he also said, I think this was a good line for a politician. He said, I think it's an honor for British Columbians, right? It, it's not the premier of British Columbia that's being singled out here. It's British Columbians for standing strong with Ukrainians, the B.C. government, for bringing in a, a boycott on some Russian goods, and he's not the only premier, of course, who's uh, been put on the list. Uh, in fact, <laughs> I, I would guess that perhaps some of the Canadian premiers who aren't on the list are asking their staff, how the hell did Oregon manage to get on the list, yeah. and I didn't. So, <laughs> Probably. You know, it's, maybe it'd have to be like those things, you know, you go out, uh, Simi, you can go out and hire companies to increase your number of Twitter supporters. Yes. So maybe you can do that with the Russian thing, too. You know, maybe you can get yourself on the... the uh, you know what? I see a, a friend of mine, uh, Terry Glavin, a columnist for the he's National on the Post. List. Yeah, he says it's the biggest honor he's had all year. <laughs> this is what I was thinking. I was looking at the list. I thought, I'm sure there's politicians and people wondering, well, how come I didn't make the list for yeah. sure? Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Sam. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun.